Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Football Podcast. Today we are joined by a very surprising guest and special guest, and we hope you enjoy today's podcast. Yeah, so today we are joined by Next Level Soccer Director Kai. We thank him for taking his time to talk to us today. Kai, how are you? I'm good, Harry. Thanks for having me. No worries. Uh, we just wanted to talk about your life when you were growing up and then we'll move forward. So talk about football when you were uh, growing up and how passionate uh, were you for the game? Yeah, 100%. I grew up in a small town called Harvey Bay in Queensland, Australia. Um, and, uh, you know, like any young player that loves their football, at uh, a very young age, I decided that this is what I wanted to do for the rest of, you know, my playing days. And um, I wanted to try and do everything I could to be a professional player. So, um, you know, I played for my school team and I, and I joined a club very young. And um, I was a very small, you know, technical but small player. Um, and my parents always tried to push me to, to play up age groups if I could. Um, so, yeah. Uh, did you try any other sports as a kid or was it all football for you? I actually did. I played tennis for a while <laughs> and uh, had a bit of a bad incident at one of the tr- tennis practices. So I never went back and sort of stuck with soccer after that, which I think was a good decision <laughs> on yeah. my end. Yeah. Uh, moving forward, you have now started a uh, business and an online course. You wanted to talk, just talk a little bit about that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so basically, my journey is a little bit, you know, different, a bit weird. I, um, up until, you know, I was 11 years old, I played football in Australia. Um, and then at 11, I sort of, I trained a lot. I'd worked hard. I had the right mentors around me. And so at around 11 years old, I thought, okay. Um, you know, I've sort of reached my peak here in Australia. I was playing in a top league, in the top league here in the MPL from a midfield position. So I was like, okay, you know, I need to step my, my level up and I need to challenge myself some more. So um, we actually we actually won the MPL grand final in the under 12s that year. And um, there was a guy watching me play who now is a really great friend of mine. And he's he's from Spain. And uh, basically, after the, the, the grand final, he asked my dad if I'd be interested to, to go overseas and, and sort of just wanted to learn a bit about my journey. I showed him some of my game highlights, some of my goals throughout that year. And he said, look, if you ever want to come to Spain, I'll get you a few sessions. So, um, ended up deciding, yep, six months later, I want to go and I want to try. So I went to a club called Espanol, which is uh, one of yeah. the bigger clubs in, in, in Barcelona area in Spain. Yeah. And um, basically got told that, you know, after three, four sessions that, yes, I was good enough, but I was lacking in two areas or three. Um, my, my language, my sp- speak Spanish, which, yeah. you know, isn't a big, big deal. But, you know, they, they want you at those professional clubs to be able to speak the language. And the second and third thing was defend and thirdly my tactical game as far as where am I moving on the field and where am I going definitely wasn't up to where it should have been so they said look get yourself into the highest league you possibly can learn the tactics learn the defensive side of the, of the game because I was a goal scorer they said learn the defensive side of the game and then come back to us so I was a little bit to I, I had a really good trial so I thought you know I should make it. I scored a lot of goals and they did say, you know, I was up to the level but missing a few key things. So went away, came back to Australia, 
12, finally just built up the courage. I'm going to go and do it. And I went to a fourth division club in Spain. I was playing, you know, four categories below Espanol. Um, and I just played there my first season, scored about 20 goals. And um, the next very next year, the age group above what I was playing in got promoted to La Liga. So oh, the, the first division. Um, and it just so happens that the coach, my coach, was going to be the La Liga coach for the next season. And he brought me with me. But he brought me with him, basically. So at 13 years old, I was playing, um, you know, in the youth La Liga over there. And um, long story short, you know, very long story short, four years in Spain. Um, and I played twice against some players, which I'm sure you probably know now, like Ansu Fati. Um, Iaks Moriba, these types of players, Chavi Simmons. So um, players I'm sure you, you would have heard of. And yeah. uh, it was an amazing, amazing time. And, you know, when this COVID stuff's done, I'm definitely going back <laughs> as soon as I can. Um, and, and how, going back to your question, how Next Level sort of started was after I went to Spain, I went to Germany and I played in the under-17 yeah. Bundesliga. So I was playing now against, you know, Borussia Dortmund and by Leverkusen and Schalke and these types of clubs. And um was, again, unbelievable experience, completely professional at that point. And, um, you know, living, breathing, everyday football, training five days a week was awesome, right? Yeah. And um, basically, when I went to Germany, I promised my mum and I said, she, she said to me, you know, if you don't manage to, to pass school in German, because I was going into one of my last years in, of school in in. Um, that if you don't pass, you'd have to come back to Australia yeah. and um, then you can go back to Europe. And I was like, all right, you know, me, cocky, didn't think anything else of it. I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'll pass easy. Don't worry. Anyway, get to three, four weeks before the end of the first season there. And um, sort of my school was going really crap, really bad and uh, yeah. horribly and um, ended up failing my last exams by, you know, slim slim margins but a couple points so uh had to hold up my end of the deal and i came back to australia finished off my last few months of school and then within you know a couple months of of getting prepared you know prepared i won't say the name of the club but i had a professional club in spain to go to Um, some of the students know what that club is but a a big club in spain there so I was doing gym sessions and strength and sprint sessions and, you know, the ne- I was doing the next level program every day and just, but doing, you know, four or five sessions a day, like crazy, right? And um, yeah. sort of got to the point where it started to feel like aches in my body, kept training through it, didn't listen to my body, didn't have rest and um, ended up fracturing my spine. So I was out oh. for 12 months uh, at 16. So that was when, you know, I went from a few months earlier playing in the biggest league in the world, you know, against players that you see on TV now, uh, to back in Australia, fractured spine, in in a bed, unable to walk more than, you know, a few metres just to the bathroom and back um, because how bad my back was. So yeah. wow. it, was, it was a pretty, you know, crazy time. And um, six months into the injury, you know, I was sitting there and I'm thinking and I'm going, okay, you know how why has this happened to me like you know cursing the world and and um I sort of thought you know my journey wasn't a fluke and and what happened to me and how I went from a small town like guys I come from 
I come from Harvey Bay. It's like there's like population, hardly anything. And, um, you know, I come from that sort of place. And how did I get there? And, and I realized laying in bed that wasn't a fluke. And it That's everything that I had as a kid. If I could give that to everyone, how many more people could do what I did? Does that make sense? Yeah, that, no, totally. Thanks for that. Um, that was a great. You spoke really well there. Um, what does your program offer for people listening the next level? Yeah, exactly. So as I, as I touched on, um, there's three main aspects to, to the course. And these three reasons or three ideas were the, were the reason that I was able to The first part of the it's an it's an online soccer course, right? So it's it's really focusing on in home training, and I get a lot of parents and players saying to me, you know, I do a lot of academy work and I do a lot of one on one coaching and I do a lot of this other stuff, but I'm sort of you know I still I feel like I'm improving, but maybe not as much as I want to be. Like what do I what else do I need to be doing? And there's nothing wrong with academy training and and one on one training, and and I have in next level now partners in with many academies and many one-on-one coaches, um, you know, because that is important. But there's another level to it where, you know, no, not, not many people are doing it. And that was really what, what the difference and what made me who I am. And that's training at home and doing more in my garage or my backyard and getting thousands and thousands of touches more than my teammates every single week. So that's what Next Level is. The first part of it is sort of, as I've just touched on, um, my knowledge so how I went from small town in Australia to playing the biggest youth leagues in the world and my journey my ups and downs my best moments my worst moments what I could have done better and giving you sort of the answers to the problems that you haven't even run into yet and and hardships and things that you will run into naturally but if I can give you you can avoid them so that's the first part the second part is the training program so it's the exact same training program that I did from five years old to 12 years old. And even when I was in Spain, I post videos um, on, on Next Level's Instagram page of me doing stuff with tennis balls and with, you know, golf balls and all this type of stuff yeah. when I was actually in Europe. So um, conti- and I, and I, on it, quite honestly, I still do it to this day. So that's the second part. It's, it's um, all training that can be done literally in the comfort of your own home. But it's, it's just repetition, right? So that's the second part. Third part is the contacts. And when, when I was creating Next Level, you know, uh, I won't get too much into that story because we want to keep it quite snappy. But um, very, you know, very painful, very sad time of my life. I sort of sat back and I realized, okay, I designed the first two parts and I realized if people just apply this knowledge and, and work consistently hard at the training section, right, those two sections, they're going to be good enough and they're going to have the skills and the knowledge and the, the open-mindedness to go, okay, I'm ready, you know. And so that's when the third part of the course is my contacts. And, it, and I don't get anything out of that on, you know, that, that side. But these are all people that, you know, all countries around the world. You've got obviously at all the big clubs here in Australia um, and then you've got in Spain, England, US, um, Netherlands, like we just had a boy now, after a year on the program, he's just heading to um, Holland very soon to play, you know, in a, in a top level over there. 
So um, you get my personal contacts because I figured, you know, I'm going to have players, which pretty much all the students do, come in, really apply it and really work hard. Now they're good enough and now they've got all the contacts they need at their fingertips to just go, okay, I want to go to this country or I want to stay here and I want to go to this club. Can you please organize that for me? And, and that's pretty much next level in a nutshell. Wow. Um, how can people find you? Um, how can people find Next Level Soccer through Instagram? Or tell us where your website's available on. Yeah, exactly. So um, Next Level Soccer without the T. So N-E-X-L-E-V-E-L uh, and then Space Soccer on Facebook. And on Instagram, it's just Next Level Soccer, all one word, without the T uh, for Next Level. So, yeah. Um, three more questions before we go. Who was your idol growing up? Who was my idol? Um, <laughs> I had a few. I definitely had a few. And one guy that always sticks out to me, and, and Harry, you might be a little bit young for him, but he, when I went to Spain and I went and watched Barca play and the first thing that is, um, there was always one guy that stood, sort of stood out to me because, you know, you go to Spain and everyone's dark hair, dark features, you know, olive skin. And I was the only blonde kid, you know, in a 10,000 kilometer radius, basically. So um, one player for, for Barca, um, Rakitic, I'm not sure if you know who he is. Yeah, Ivan Rakitic. Yeah, he really stood out to me because he's obviously blonde like me. But um, just some of the goals he used to score and the movements he used to make and the passes he would just put on a platter for the, the, his teammates was was uh, unbelievable. So he was probably, um, by unpopular opinion, one of my idols growing up. What's a quote that you use in your everyday life? Or do you have one? Or? Yeah, I got one. Uh, prep, uh, sorry. Luck is when preparation meets opportunity. Now, I have a very close friend and mentor that uh, taught me that one. And it basically means that uh, if you work hard and you prepare and you, you work hard, hard and, you know, smart and hard, um, you know, basically that, that you can you can get very lucky. That's my. And lastly, what advice would you give footballers out there trying to make it maybe even overseas or here in the Australian league or anywhere? Do, what, what's some advice for them, did you say? Yeah, what's some advice you could give on um, football? Do you, want, do you want me to be completely honest with you or just half honest with you? Ooh, up to you. <laughs> well, my first answer and the thing that sort of popped into my head was to, to jump into next level. But uh, yeah. <laughs> if you, you, know, you want to move away from that idea, which I'm not sure why you would, but if you did want to move away from that idea, um, I, no, seriously, uh, biggest piece of advice for, for young players is you know work hard, but also smart and and remember you know a lot of young players struggle with this and they think you know oh i just need to work hard and and, and run a lot and and do I think I've lost you there. Dang it. I think I've lost you there. Yeah, I think I lost you for a second there. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. 
All right. Um, I'll, I'll just reiterate that there for a second. All right. Yeah. So basically, my biggest piece of advice for young players is, you know, you don't know what you don't know. So what do I mean by that? You know, basically what I mean is <laughs> if, if I'm going to, if you're going to, if I'm going to teach you maths, for example, I bet you there's stuff in that maths class that you just didn't know. And it's not your fault, but you've just never been taught it, right? Just relating it back to school for a second. So it's, in football, it's the same. There's stuff uh, every player doesn't know and every parent doesn't know. And it's not their fault. And I'm, there's stuff that I don't know. You know what I mean? But have an open mind because you never know <laughs> what you don't know. So um, it's so important to, to have an open mind. Obviously, work hard, but always listen and, and, um, and listen to people that have, that have done what you want to do uh, and been where you want to go um, because... As I said, you don't really know what you don't know. Kai, that's all the question we have questions we have today. We really thank you for talking to us today. And for people that haven't checked it out, please go look at it's N E X level space soccer. So go follow him on his socials and everything. And Kai, thanks for talking to us today. Thanks, Harry. Really appreciate coming uh, having me on and um, thanks. Appreciate it. All the best. Cheers.